everybody to this 312th podcast of treks in sci-fi i'm rick moyer filling in for rico as he is uh, heading back to his home away from home and of course uh, that was something new that happened this last year we'll be talking a little bit about rico's move and uh, his new job and of course i guess it's not as new as it was but uh, anyway we'll be reviewing what happened this last year in 2010 with treks and sci-fi lots of great programs happened lots of great guest hosts and some great subjects not just trek you know i i i know that this uh, podcast talks a lot about star trek and there's always a little bit of the trek element in it but this last year was a, were a lot of different subjects and a lot of different things covered which is uh, quite fun, as as you all know, if you listen to the program. If this is your first time listening to Treks and Sci-Fi, welcome. I, I hope you enjoy it. We have a wonderful community of people over online at uh, treksandsci-fi.com slash forum. A lot of great people that listen to the program, and we uh, talk quite a bit. It's really a message board that's uh, a lot different than most forums that you've ever been on. Very supportive people, and we all have one thing in common, our love for sci-fi and fantasy and uh, for each other, it's quite a bit of fun. It's it's a really cool place. You should come hang out sometime. <laughs> well, I thought it would be fun if we uh, we got a bunch of comments from from listeners to the show. I thought it'd be fun if we went back and we just talked about what happened in the year 2010 on this very podcast. And uh, last year's program, the very first one in 2011, was actually a guest cast. And that happened to be our good friend Vartok, who did a wonderful podcast, if you'll remember, on the music of John Williams. And uh, it was quite an experience. Some really good stuff happened at the very first podcast of 2010. To summarize how well the works of John Williams has been accepted, let me list them. John has won a total of five Academy Awards, or Oscars, out of 45 nominations. He's won four Golden Globe Awards out of 21 nominations. He's also received three Emmys, seven BAFTAs, and has received 20 Grammy Awards out of 59 nominations. In 2004, he received a Kennedy Center Award, and in 2003, the International Olympic Committee awarded John Williams its highest individual honor, the Olympic Order. Well, that's it for this music and sci-fi segment. I hope you enjoyed hearing about John Williams as much as I did researching to learn more about him. 
Next week, Reaper will be back with another Treks and Sci-Fi podcast featuring the Enterprise episode titled The Enar. And in two weeks' time, a special podcast on The Fellowship of the Ring. I'm pretty sure that if you want to provide audio comments about either one of these, you can send them in to Rico. For now, this is Vartok signing off for the Treks and Sci-Fi podcast. Vartok always does such an awesome job on the podcast. And over the over the last year, he did a few other segments. And it's always good to hear from, from Vartok. And uh, we sure appreciate you, Vartok, and all the great musical entries that you send us. And just all the facts and figures and cool little tidbits of trivia. It's always nice to hear from our, our friend from another world, Vartok. What is your real name, Vartok? Will you ever tell us? Hmm... Good question. Well, as the year went on, uh, there was, of course, many different uh, aspects of Star Trek that Rico covered. Uh, the and I don't know how, how to even say it. The Anar, Enar. It was an Enterprise episode that he covered and did a great job on that. And then 2010 was also uh, at the beginning of the year was when we saw the Ready Room come to a close. Uh, we had been writing in the in the RPG and recording that and reading it to people as we went on, but. The last episode of The Ready Room aired um, around, I think it was the 13th of January, 2010, and then kind of missed that and missed the RPG. But, you know, everybody has busy lives and everything, and it was hard to get everybody to write and stuff. But we sure appreciated Jen and uh, Kenny and Meds and uh, X and, and all those that contributed to uh, the RPG and did so much work on it. We really appreciate you and really enjoyed that. Some great writers in there. I, I think of a lot of different forum members that did some great writing. And, of course, that's still online. You can always go to the Treks and Sci-Fi forums and read some of the stories from our exciting Star Trek uh, RPG game. It was a lot of fun, and there's a lot of great storylines and, and some great writing in there. So you have to go check that out. Um, then Rico did something kind of cool. He did a, a No Agenda show, one of his first No Agenda shows. And in 2010, kind of debuted that, where he just kind of had a conversation with us. Uh, Rico's life changed quite dramatically when he got a job clear in Rockford, Illinois. And that's quite a uh, quite a bit of ways away from his home um, uh, that he has in Michigan. And uh, he drives about six hours or so all the way over to uh, the town that he works in now and just goes home um, every few weekends uh, to be with his family. And I know it's been it's been a hard hard situation for him, but at the same time, he got a pretty decent uh, sweet job over there in Rockford, and uh, it was a great opportunity for him. But uh, as a result of that, we got some really interesting podcasts over the year, where he would just kind of turn on his tape recorder in his car and talk to us, and just kind of fill us in about what was going on in his life, and and that's quite a bit of fun. And and so uh, then he he actually started doing podcasting right from Rockford and. We'll hear a little bit of that in a moment. I think he had his first official podcast from there. But here's another thing that Rico did that was really great. This last year, in 2010, he did some excellent movie reviews, stuff that I thought we had covered already and heard, but we hadn't. And one of those was the Lord of the Rings film, The Fellowship of the Ring. And uh, he did such a great job on that. Uh, That was uh, at the end of January or close to the end of January, I think the last week before the end of January, uh, he did a whole segment on the Fellowship of the Ring. It's it's just a great uh, film, uh, great fantasy, great drama, great emotion, and uh, it, I think it's the kind of movie, too, that a lot of people can enjoy that aren't necessarily big fantasy or sci-fi 
buffs, but just enjoy it for the spectacle a little and the drama and all of that. So that's it for me and my take on The Fellowship of the Ring. Great film. Someday on Treks and Sci-Fi, I hope to cover the other two Lord of the Rings movies as well, uh, The Two Towers and Return of the King, in some future installment of the podcast. Wizard is never late. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. If you're referring to the incident with the dragon, I was barely involved. Little Diddy, Baphrodo, and Sam. Two little hobbits growing up in the shine. Frodo's gonna be a hero and more. Sam will protect him all the way to Mordor. Gandalf, my old friend, this will be a night to remember. Sucking on a pint of ale at a party midst the trees. After the speech, cousin Bilbo disappears just like the breeze. Gandalf say, hey boys. We gotta go on a journey Off to Rivendale We got us some elves to see And Frodo say Oh yeah Life will go on Long after the ring A sword is gone And oh yeah Life will go on Long after the ring A sword is gone They walk on Your time will come. You will face the same evil, and you will defeat it. Frodo sits back and meets a guy named Strider. Gets stabbed by a witch king when he uses the ring. Rescued on a horse that runs through the water. Elrond says, Welcome to Rivendell.
be on your guard. Other things than orcs in the deep places of the world. The ring has awoken. It's heard its master's call. Hello there, Mr. Moyer. This is Meds from Waffle Arm Podcast or Hawkeye Meds on the Treks in Sci-Fi's forum. Then hello to Rico, who is uh, relaxing and putting his feet up, and well-deserved, and so you should. Um, the best of Treks in Sci-Fi. Well, what can I say? Um, Treks in Sci-Fi was the first podcast I ever subscribed to, which must have been about four years ago now. I can't believe how quickly that's gone by. Uh, it inspired me to make my own podcast, which is, uh, of course, Waffle Arm Podcast. And uh, it's also... Um, uh, brought my love of Star Trek to a new level. Uh, I never gave Enterprise a chance, um, I'll be honest with that, and since listening to Rico do uh, over-episode commentary and uh, episode reviews, I've gone back and started watching them on Channel One, uh, which is a cable channel over here, and I absolutely love them. I think they're brilliant. I, I only wish I'd given them more of a chance when they first came out. Um, my love for TNG is still there. Uh, every time I see that come on TV, I end up sitting down and watching it. It's absolutely brilliant. And so is DS9 and Voyager. In fact, all of them are equal path for me. I love watching them. Uh, TOS, I'm, I'm, I, I still enjoy. Um, you know, because it's the original, uh, and I think I will will buy those on Blu-ray when I get a Blu-ray player, uh, which I hope will be sometime uh, in the new year. Um, what else have I got out of Trex and Sci-Fi? Well, uh, I'd say more than anything, it's um, having some fantastic friends. Uh, you know, I, I think internet meeting people through the internet uh, on forums and stuff is very much like the old pen pal way of doing things you know you end up emailing each other uh, instant messaging skype chatting regularly uh, and it, it brings the world a little bit closer i think you know uh, i've traveled the world quite a bit um, and i've got friends all over the world uh, the one place actually ironically i've never been is actually america or canada which i hope to um to to you know do that in the next couple of years but yeah i've made some fantastic friends there uh People who I'm in regular regular contact with, uh, Riku, who's doing the show today, uh, Jen, uh, Rico himself, uh, uh, the two teams, uh, <laughs> Tim Morris and uh, Tim Isaac uh, Kings links a hat off one. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll shake his head when we say that. Uh, you know, Dan, Al, uh, Pete, Bri, Bri. Uh, you know, all, all these people that I that I I've, I've met online. Um, Rick P, you know, everyone, everyone's uh, all good friends, and, and you know, people in England and, and stuff like Mike and Dan, you know, uh, we all live a little bit closer to each other, you know, and the chances are we'll, we'll, we'll probably never meet each other. Although I do have a, 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 I have made a pledge that I am going to be going over to see, uh, of course, Kenny in uh, in California and Rick and, and Jen when I do travel over there. Um, and when you when you when you make friends, of course, it's it's a fantastic feeling, and it's always nice to know that you can go online and have a chat, and you can have an argument about something. Especially what we uh, we geeky people do is we tend to have an argument about a certain program. Look at the one or or Jama three D being the most uh, recent one, which of course we all know three D is just a, a gimmick by studios, and it'll never last. Uh, sorry, boy. Um, 
But I mean, you can have a have a really in depth conversation. You know, for all that, because you have that respect and friendship, you're not going over line. You can say what you feel, and, and you know everything's okay. And all through uh, a podcast, which I think is extremely commendable and uh, well done, Rico. So anyway, that's my uh, MP3 comment. Let's finish this before four minutes, because otherwise people will be banging their heads against uh, frying pans and uh, and dead rabbits, maybe. Uh, take care, everyone, and I'll see you all on the forums very soon. Happy New Year to you all. Kind of feels like you're a little Tron there, huh? How do you guys, did you guys see the movie yet? I went and saw it with Andrew and uh, enjoyed Tron. We we went and saw it in 2D though because our theater sucks. <laughs> we didn't have it in 3D. But uh, yeah, thanks a lot, Meds, for those great comments. And uh, we are celebrating today because this is the year in review on Treks and Sci-Fi podcast. I'm Rick Moyer. Uh, in for the regular host, Rico Dosti, who, by the way, is just an amazing host. So appreciate this show every week. And when he said that they might not have one this week, I volunteered to do the best of 2010 or the best of Treks and Sci-Fi. So here we are. Um, moving on in the in the year, when we started the end of uh, January, beginning of February, uh, Rico did my very favorite episode ever called The Most Toys. And that's the one, you know, where... Um, uh, Kava or how, is it Fajo? Fajo, I think, uh, is a collector, and this is a next generation episode where he steals data, and then puts him in his collection, and of course the madness ensues. I tell you, madness! Great show, Rico. Really appreciated that. Then he went on to do a, a really fascinating show the next week in February on the seventh called uh, Short Lived Science Fiction Television, and I think all of us have had a. Uh, uh, you know, like Firefly, one of our favorites ever. It was only one season or different thing. He's, anyway, he covered a bunch of different science fiction shows that only lived for about a season or some of them even less than that. And so that was an excellent program. Really recommend you, if you didn't get to hear that one, to go back and take a listen to it. And then one of uh, one of our favorite uh, friends on the forum, Feathers, from uh, from London, got to do uh, the Voyager episode, Lifeline. And uh, Mike Featherstone, what a great guy. Uh, he's the only one out of a, a bunch of us that doesn't have his own podcast that should because he is definitely talented. And he he did a great job um, talking about Lifeline. It was excellent. Mike, you do a great job. I love it when you guest host Treks and Sci-Fi. Cuts to the living quarters a little bit later on and uh, Troy explaining to Barkley that perhaps she shouldn't have come because she's only making things worse because they won't even uh, be in the same room with one another. And you've got to observe at this point that actually, yes, okay, it was it was Deanna Troy, and it's it's always nice to see that the characters come back. But a another counselor probably could have done that scene just as well. Uh, it was it was used as a vehicle to to bring in Troy, and in fact Barclay as well. But it didn't need to be those characters. Yeah, it's it's nice to keep it in the family, and it makes it more entertaining for the the longer term fans to watch. But the story would have worked probably with with anyone else. I mean, pulling Troy back seven light years from the Enterprise, it's a little bit of an effort to get her into the story. Not that I didn't appreciate it, but uh, just a, a thought that, that they obviously pushed for that one. Hey Rick, Mike from London, trying desperately to record you a, a comment about Treks in Sci-Fi for the year 2010. But I have to say I'm struggling, really. Uh, f- first problem is I can't pick a favourite show for the year 
you look at the way television works and you look at the way, I don't know, maybe radio even, some of these things work, there are very few things other than perhaps the news where you get 52 episodes a year. So in that sense, we're not... My memory capacity isn't enough to remember the entirety of the, the year's shows. And it's an oddity of podcasting to a degree where you get individuals such as such as Rico, such as yourself, taking on the commitment to do these things. And doing it week in, week out. If this was professionally done, and I mean professionally in the sense of being paid, not in the sense of audio quality or anything else, then nobody in their right mind would be putting out weekly episodes of something. But as a, an amateur, again, in, in the sense of, of payment and reward, uh, as an amateur idea, we we get this wealth of material that, that is produced and sort of exploded since the, the introduction of the internet. I mean, I, I guess it could have been done before and there would have been furtive passing around of cassette tapes, but never would have been the, the, the same thing. So in that sense, there's such a lot of material there that picking one or picking two or something as a favourite is next to impossible, really. I mean, I, I've certainly enjoyed the uh, the guest shows to hear the different voices and particularly enjoyed the, the guest topics, if you like, the one-offs on, on different things, different series... I've got to watch Legends of the Secret at some point following on from the podcast earlier this year, for instance, and, and that would never have happened for any other reason. I think it works particularly well as a format because it's embedded in the baseline of Rico doing Trek episodes, so you get the odd change, either a different voice, different content, or, or both of them at the same time, for instance. But you need the, the, the baseline of the one voice and the one familiar topic. Not so much one format, the, the clip shows and the... Commentary shows both have their place, and I, and I think both work fairly well. At different times, I have preferences for one or the other. But uh, it forms a good basis on, on which everything else can be built. And I have to say that this is the one podcast that I listen to where I've really heard that sort of format go together. Most other people, you get the one voice or the, or the one or two voices working together. And you very rarely get whole episodes chucked at somebody else to put together. It's a big responsibility. I mean, having done a couple now, just to say that, just so that I can say that I've done it, it's a big responsibility. But uh, it adds to the whole sort of roundedness of of the show, if you like. Um, this is about the fifth time I've tried to record this, and I've gone off on complete tangents on this one. But I might as well well leave it all there. So I'm not going to pick a favourite. Um, most memorable one. Don't know, Lifeline was certainly memorable, but that was because I did it and it all took rather a lot of time to put together. But I'm not saying that's my favourite by any means. I say I always like the Trek ones and it, it probably is a Trek episode that... No, I can't run through the list in my brain. I'm going to stop there before I say something silly and pick one from 2006 or something that was absolutely the best. I do want to say Happy New Year to everybody, all the guys on the forum and the girls, if... The girls seem to have stopped turning up, maybe. A little more back end of the year. I don't know what we've done to them, but please come back. You know, we need some balance in our lives. But Happy New Year to, to all of you guys and to the listeners out there. Looking forward to another year of Treks in Sci-Fi. Quite looking forward to the year in review type shows as well. Again, another one to add to the mix. I hope at least some of this is usable because I'm rambling away here without any clear idea of where I'm going. So thanks for putting the, the New Year show together. It would have been a hole in the, the calendar otherwise. And I know it's a lot of effort, New Year, but thanks, Rico, too, for all the effort all the way through the year.
Yes, podcasting is a different animal, isn't it, Mike? Uh, it's, uh, it is really cool to be able to listen to 52 shows in a year about what you really like. And podcasting is such a, a great thing because it's not like the radio where you kind of have to take what you get. Podcasting can be so specific, and that's what I love about Trex and Sci-Fi. Um, the majority of the content is usually something I'm very fascinated in and really, really enjoy. And if it's not something that I've heard about before, it's very educational. And that's what I love about Treks and Sci-Fi is I get to learn a lot about collectibles, things that I don't do. I don't have a lot of collections or anything. I have a little shelf with some sci-fi stuff on it, you know. But uh, there are some diehard collectors and stuff here, and it's nice to uh, hear from them as well. And uh, anyway, thank you, Mike, for your comments. Uh, You're a great contributor to the show and uh, wonderful comments there from you. Thank you so much for participating in Treks and Sci-Fi. I know Rico appreciates you. As the year went on, as I've said already before, uh, there was other things that uh, got taken care of, uh, some things that we had never heard before in Treks and Sci-Fi. And this was a wonderful vidcast that Rico put out about Star Wars fan films. And we got to see all sorts of really cool things. That was on the 21st of February. And he put out this just awesome uh, video of a bunch of different fan works that Star Wars folks had done, and it was really cool. We got I got introduced to some things I'd never seen before, and it was uh, quite. A, I know it's a lot of work, Rico, for you to put out the video stuff, and just want to say thank you so much for doing that. Uh, then the year went on, and at, at the end of February, uh, Resurrection was covered, uh, the DS9 episode. And uh, that full commentary was done by Rico. He did a great job. And then, of course, uh, we had our very first Doctor Who. Well, I think Doctor Who's been covered before. But this was a guest, uh, a whole guest cast that covered this one. And uh, I think there was uh, Meds and was it was there anybody else? I think there, there was a whole bunch of other people in the, involved in this one uh, on a Doctor Who podcast, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> And welcome to Treks in Sci-Fi, the Doctor Who Last Days of Tenant special. Yes, we're going to be talking about last four uh, specials. Uh, my name is Meds. I'm known as Hawko Meds on the Treks in Sci-Fi forums. And I'm joined, as usual when it comes to Doctor Who, by Kenny. Kenny, introduce yourself. Hey, guys. This is uh, Kenny from California, also known as Geeky Fanboy on the forums. And also, as usual, our plucky girl assistant, Casey. Hey guys, it's Casey, and I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you still got your Facebook picture of you looking lovingly at David Tennant? It is not going down anytime soon. <laughs> oh. It's going to be up forever. <laughs> you might, might be changed by Matt Smith, you never know. Eh. Or maybe not. <laughs> And, of course, Doctor Who fans absolutely love that show. The next thing that uh, Rico did was a really excellent, really long, probably the longest Attraction Sci-Fi podcast ever put out. But, for good reason, it was the Klingon cast with his friend Richard Pete. 
One of the cool things about uh, working in Rockford, Illinois, was that he is now, uh, Rico is now close to uh, Richard Pete, one of our uh, forum members, who's also a diehard Trek fan. And in fact, uh, Richard and Rico went to the Klingon Christmas Carol that was held in Chicago uh, here in the last month or so. And anyway, they've uh, been able to meet personally, and they were able to record the Klingon cast, which, by the way, was absolutely awesome. I mean, they covered the history of the Klingon Empire, talked all about Klingons, and just really had an all-around excellent, excellent podcast on Klingons. As a half-Klingon, her father was human. Her mother was Klingon, correct? I got that right? Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I was practicing earlier. I... (laughs) No, I, I pretty much knew that. I don't know what it is. I, I, it, it just seems like that's the way they would do it, you know, and I, for some reason. I'm, I'm not sure why. But her father was a Starfleet officer and met up with some Klingon. And we had Belana Torres, who was interesting because unlike Worf, who always was working to restore his Klingon honor and his heritage and all of that, she fought that. She she didn't like it. Right. Well, I think her father, I mean, her, her mother was such... Her mother was so pro-Klingon. I think, you know... It put her off a bit. It put her off. Plus, the big thing with her was her mother drove her dad away. Okay, right. Because he was so pro-Klingon. He wanted to do all the rituals. I got to take a drink. Yeah, get a drink. It's okay. I I know what podcasting's like. I'm sucking down some uh, Gatorade, too. But the... uh, I got my serum mist, so just so we're letting the audience know. (laughs) Beers later. With fire and steel did the gods forge the Klingon heart. That the gods cried out, on this day you have brought forth the strongest heart in all the heavens. None can stand before it. Hey Klingon warrior, what have you done? Ask that trill to be your only one Hey Alexander, let's do this Before you leave your dad and Dax The Quark's bar in just a week Hey Klingon warrior, bad left It's a good day, day to die It's a, a nice day for a warp's wedding Day to die. Hey, Klingon warrior, you can drink blood wine. Hey, Klingon warrior, God is best alive. Hey, Klingon warrior, disruptor, oh yeah. Hey, Klingon warrior, going just over court. Hey, Klingon warrior, battling. It's a good day. Day to die. Come on, it's a nice day for a wolf wedding. It's a good day. Day to die. Morg, son of Morg, does your heart beat only for this woman? Yes. And will you swear to join with her and stand with her against all who oppose you? I swear. Jadzia, daughter of Kayla, 
does your heart beat only for this man? Yes. And do you swear to join with him and stand with him against all who would oppose you? Pick it up. Beat me back home, yeah. And there's nothing like my home world. There's warrior things on my world And there's tibia's claw on my world And there's warnock on my home world Birds of prey are built on my world Day to die It's a nice day for a warm wedding Wow! It's a Welcome to the house of Martok, my daughter. Now, Hello, Rico. This is Mark Daniels, M5 from the Treks and Sci-Fi Board. I just wanted to let you know that I enjoy your podcast. I listen to it weekly. And I think it's the best science fiction fantasy podcast out on the internet. And for 2010, some of the best podcasts, in my opinion, were the Conspiracy Podcast and the Coming of Age Podcast by Rick Moyer, your Klingon Cast, your Spock and Vulcan Podcast by yourself and the great Rick Pete, and then the Augments Podcast that you did, and then the Doctor Who Podcast that Meds, Kenny, and Casey uh, did, and then John Williams' podcast by Vartok. Um, I really enjoy listening to your podcast on Monday afternoon at work. I can't imagine a Monday without your podcast. And I also would like to say that the board that you have is full of very creative and positive people, and it's just a good place to be. And speaking of the people there, I think that the people are fantastic because they're willing to step up and fill in for you so that you can have a day off. Because I know putting together a podcast takes some time and everybody needs a little time off. So we've got a lot of great members that would step up to the plate and fill in for you. And, that, and I, it's really cool that we have members like that in the forum. And I hope someday in the future... Uh, with the help of Rick Moyer, I'm sure you can help me out with that. I'd like to put together a podcast to give you a, an extended weekend one time. So that's all I have to say for now. Uh, Happy New Year and God bless. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks so much, Mark, for your comments. Really appreciate them. M5 from the forums. A lot of fun to hear from everybody. Thanks, everybody, for sending in your comments. Well, as the year progressed after the Klingon cast, of course, uh, you heard Mark refer to the Augments podcast. This was the story arc of on Enterprise that had uh, Brent Spiner come back. Um, Data got to uh, play uh, Dr. Soong 
and uh, and then got to play uh, the creator of the the augments and this was a great uh, arc on Enterprise. A lot of fun to see Brent Spiner again because, well, he's a great actor and it's always fun to see him. So thanks Rico for covering that. Then of course one of Rico's favorite um, specials or, or or series was the X Files, and we've heard a lot about the X Files over the years from Rico. And of course you know there was movies and different things out, and so. Um, he took a whole podcast and did an entire podcast on the X-Files. And so that was a lot of fun. And then he, of course, reviewed, uh, I think during that time, he was reviewing the new Star Trek online game, which was a lot of fun. Uh, then I was privileged to be able to do one of my favorite episodes called Coming of Age, a Next Generation episode that was a lot of fun to do. Who can forget the uh, that classic scene of having Wesley uh, doing his psych test? There's something about that. It's a good episode. Had a lot of fun covering that. Uh, then as time went on, um, there was the Private Little War, uh, the TOS episode that Rico covered, which was excellent. I uh, did a fun parody song called uh, Oh No, uh, Captain Kirk Got Bit by Magato. That was a fun one to Mr. Roboto. Uh, then Rico had a really cool episode of, of Treks and Sci-Fi where he interviewed author Mike Martin. And Mike had some really cool things to say. He has that Star Trek Online, The Needs of the Many book, and that's what uh, Rico uh, covered with that. Then he did one of, a, of the Alice show from Voyager. What a great episode of Voyager called Alice, and uh, did a parody song on that one uh, to Pink Floyd's Another Brick in the Wall, and this one was called Another Ship in the Hull. Collected more technology than the Borg. And almost all of it is useless. Wait, what's that? Benson. Grid 49 Alpha. Oh, she's beautiful. Just an old rust bucket. What, are you kidding? Look at those lines. It's a work of art. That ship wasn't assembled, it was sculpted. I think I'm in love. Oh, 
regulations, velocity, freedom. They'll never understand these things the way we do. Of course I am. You don't belong here. You belong with me. Captain, he practically assaulted me. Well, that doesn't sound like Tom. It wasn't Tom, it was Alice. Now you've lost me. That's the name that he's calling this new ship. Ever since he started working on it, he hasn't slept, he's become irritable, irrational. It's not just me, Chakotay and Harry have noticed the same thing. This new ship, it has some kind of neurogenic interface. Exactly. It must be having some kind of an effect on him. wouldn't imagine how difficult it was to get the ending to sound correct on that song so that it sounded just like another brick in the wall a lot of fun to do the the parody songs uh, for rico really enjoy putting those out and letting everybody enjoy star trek as much as i do putting it to popular music a lot of fun of course after uh, doing alice then we're moving into um we're still in May now. Um, Rico covered the popular and cult movie Donnie Darko. And I've, I have to admit that I'd never seen the movie before. And uh, he had it up in his little uh, fun place uh, gallery on Treks and Sci-Fi. And I finally got to watch the movie and enjoyed the podcast quite a bit. Cult classic film of 2001. And it got covered right here on Treks and Sci-Fi. Then uh, another guest host came in. Uh, we've heard from uh, Jedi Jeff before from Canada. What a wonderful episode that he did on that series called The Time Tunnel. I like some of Robert's comments there about uh, where he thought the, the series might uh, go. I like the idea of maybe them coming back and and uh, having more, more control over uh, kind of where they went in time. Like I said, going... St- Going out on assignments, uh, it might have uh, made the show kind of uh, interesting and maybe added a, a different dynamic to it. Because uh, for the most part, uh, like say, they had uh, pretty well no control where they went in time. And, and like he kind of indicated, you know, part of the episode was just kind of them acclimating themselves into that situation or, or even just explaining kind of why they're there. And it'd be kind of interesting to kind of um, look at another aspect of, of them purposely maybe going somewhere. So... I thought that was um, kind of an interesting thought on where he would have liked to seen the series go if they would have continued on with another season. Jeff, you always do an awesome job when you host and really appreciated uh, your slant on things. And the Time Tunnel was such a cool series. So that was just really cool that you took the time to do that for Rico. Thank you. We really enjoyed it. Uh, Rico went on again the next week then to do a Skype chat where he, we do a couple of Skype chats a year where we get everybody together and talk about movies and stuff. And 
there this year was no exception or last year was no exception 2010 of having the skype chats and we talked about summer movies and uh, all the different tv shows and the star trek mmo and all that jazz and we even talked about the ipad it was was quite fun that was a great episode you might want to catch up on it if you never got to to hear it then of course uh, one of the coolest things that uh, rico covered this last year was a star wars movie the empire strikes back uh, wrote a little parody song that you're listening to in the background um, that was a lot of fun um, called The Empire Strikes Back. For he gave us the movie The Empire Strikes Back Yeah, he gave us the movie The Empire Strikes Back of course, you can catch all those songs. If you ever want to download any of the parody songs or song or original songs, that's an original song there. Uh, you can always go over to ChristRocks.com slash parody. All those songs there are for free, which is kind of nice, huh? Yeah. Get to download that, put that on your iPod or your MP3 player, or just burn a disc and go to town. A lot of fun. Of course, then another road show happened, so we got a little, we got caught up on uh, Rico's life and what was going on. Then, starting in June, uh, we had a really neat series of podcasts, uh, starting with the DS9 episode uh, in the pale moonlight, which was uh, a lot of fun uh, to hear that one. And of course, uh, then he did the Big Bang Theory, which I know a lot of us watch the Big Bang Theory show, uh, the sitcom with Sheldon and Penny and Raj and all of our favorites, and that was a, a great episode to hear kind of the behind the scenes and what it almost was and who starred in what, and it was just a really, really good one. Then uh, Rico handed over the reins to our good friend Al Kessel, who Kessels, who is the host, him and his wife host, Tales from the Mouse House podcast, all about Disneyland. But this episode was about Highlander, the series Highlander, and it was a lot of fun. Al did a great job, and everybody really enjoyed that one. Then another Enterprise episode got treatment in June, uh, Ceasefire, which is always a, a, a good one to have, uh, especially when you get to deal with the Andorians. Always fun. Uh, over the 4th of July weekend, Rico interviewed David Williams, which he is a sci-fi author, and uh, you can find his work over at autumnrain2110.com. And that was a fascinating interview. Of course, one of my favorites uh, in the past year was uh, the show that he did uh, at the be- or in the middle of uh, July uh, called Trek Sidekicks. And that was just a lot of fun uh, to enjoy that episode because he talked about all the different characters, recurring characters in the Star Trek franchise. A lot of fun. Sidekicks. Sidekicks. Yeah, yeah. Sidekicks. Sidekicks. 
So that was a lot of fun to do that song for the Jake Giles band and turn it into sidekicks. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, instead of love stinks, you know. I mean, come on, give me a break. Then there was the much anticipated Trex and Sci Fi episode, uh, number 288, called Firefly. Firefly is something that we talk about quite a bit, it comes up a lot on the forums. A lot of people, when we're just talking, Rico talks about Firefly a lot. It was such an incredible series that Rico gave it an entire episode. And then he also talked about the the movie that came out as well, Serenity, uh, which was a Firefly movie. So that was a great episode. If, you, if you're a fan of Firefly or you want to know more about it, that is the show to listen to this last year. It was a great one. Then, of course, um, one of our favorite characters from TNG, at least one of my favorite characters, uh, had a whole episode dedicated to her called Ensign Rowe. And, of course, with uh, Ensign Rowe, I also wrote a parody song for that for Rico uh, because he, of course, covering, you know, covering the show, you got to have something fun like that. But he did a great job covering that. That was that was a great episode where we uh, got introduced, really, to the Bajora, or they called them Bajora on that episode. Of course, it became the Bajorans, and, and they changed their nose a little bit and so on and so forth. But Ensign Rowe was a great episode of Treks in Sci-Fi. So much so that I I did a song instead of uh, my Sharona, I did uh, from the Knack. Um, I redid it and called it my Bajoran. Record to Captain McCarr. Go ahead. Have you approved the transfer of a new officer to the Enterprise? Negative. But we've got one waiting to beam aboard, complete with orders. Ensign Rolander. Rolander. Wellington. The very same. southern continent of Valotu. Find a man named Keith Falor. He has no diplomatic experience. And he won't ask you to dance. Rules of the Jordan. Admiral's got a cold. 
I think you're a small man who feels a rush of power in his belly and enjoys it far too much. into this i'm just trying to figure a way out that's all glad at anyone getting killed this time hi rick it's dan from the uk just a quick mess uh, comments on um tracks in sci-fi um i can't think of anything for 2010 specifically so i thought I, what i'd say is um how i got into listening to tracks in sci-fi and everything so basically um I was looking for a Star Trek podcast to listen to, and Treks in Sci-Fi was one of the first podcasts I ever listened to, uh, never mind just the Star Trek one. Um, I'd tried a couple before, and I found them to be lacking in certain ways, and with Treks in Sci-Fi I found Rico to have such extensive knowledge, and also the sense of community that that was instilled in the podcasts and the forums is what appealed to me. Um, he, you know, he mixes it up a little bit every week. There's something different. Uh, there's news. There's 
the guest hosts, which I also find really, really good. And it's I know that the podcast has been going five years and it's going strong and you know, it doesn't it, you know, it doesn't age at all. It's always still relevant. So I thought I would pass on those comments um and wish all the Treks in Sci-Fi listeners a happy new year. See you later. It's here. The follow-up release to my Stargazer music project, MW Orbit. The short story and musical journey of an artificially intelligent probe launched by NASA to explore the Milky Way galaxy. Greetings. I am MW Orbit from the planet Earth. Is there anyone there? CD Baby. story and musical journey. Get your copy today at mw-orbit.com. selfless shameless plug for mw orbit if you haven't picked up your copy yet you should because it's really cool it's a lot of fun worked very hard on it wanted a cool story and music to go together with it and i hope you enjoy it uh you heard where you can find that at well as time went on of course the this the treks and sci-fi podcast just kind of gained momentum and then another classic movie was reviewed by rico and this was one of the raiders of the lost ark films uh, called Temple of Doom, of course, number two in the in the series. And uh, Rico did us all proud by playing all sorts of really cool clips and talking about the movie. It really was a great podcast. You have to check it out. Uh, then we had one, another guest cast of this time, the brand new Doctor uh, on Doctor Who. 
and it was it was the first uh series or season with Matt Smith as the doctor and uh, Meds Kenny and Casey of course came back to reprise their guest hosting and had fun with that then we moved on and in August uh, this is uh one of the old series I always call it the old series the original series TOS I guess is what we call it uh that's what little girls are made of was the one that um Rico covered and did a great job on it. I, and I wrote an original song for that one called uh, That's What Little Girls Are Made Of. Remember that one? You can download it over at ChristRocks.com slash parody. Then there was another vidcast. Now, Rico has been doing these vidcasts. He's got him, got them down to a science now. Uh, they're a lot of work, and I think that's why we don't have a whole bunch of them during the year. But when we do get them, they're really, really cool. And he put up a really cool vidcast on Wizard World and um, uh, Comic-Con in Chicago. It was a really neat episode because uh, Rico just took lots of pictures and video, and we got to kind of uh, go to the to the convention. We didn't have tickets, but he did, and he took pictures and video and had a great time with it, and uh, we really, really enjoyed watching that. Then, of course, a significant thing happened in 2010, a very significant thing. We celebrated five years of the Treks and Sci-Fi show, and that was just so much fun. I'm telling you what, when a show, a podcast goes five years, that's really quite an accomplishment. And we were all so excited that uh, Rico threw a live five, live live at five uh, episode, and we all got we got streaming on the on the net. And enjoyed, just really had a great time celebrating the five years of Treks and Sci-Fi. And uh, so much so that everybody learned how to do the Rico. We still want to see you dance. You need to make a, a music video out of this one, Rico. Coming at you each and every week. Rico is a man with a podcast Serving up track with a dose of care Making us geek smile everywhere From England to Russia and all through the states Reviewing up the episodes we contemplate From TOS to TNG Some TAS on NBC Deep Space Nine, the rock the verse A Voyager, they got to Delta first Enterprise with Archer and Paul, And every single movie, he covers them all Five years, five years Captain Kirk, conventions and war, 
He talks about them all In season, out from summer to fall TV shows with a sci-fi twist So many things I just can't list Well, the years have gone past It works being kind Rico does it right and makes us feel fine It's a quality show that speaks nerdies Every time we listen, it's sure to please Don't stop churning out the show that rocks Rico, we love it every time you talk Five years, five years podcast itself takes a good chunk of my day on Sunday, and I, I really wouldn't have it any other way. I, I, I seriously thought that when I had to move uh, out of state over here in Illinois for this job situation thing, stupid, uh, killing me, just killing me. Anyway, uh, I thought, well, you know, am I going to really do the podcast still? But for a little while, I thought, you know, maybe I should just take a break. Two things, though. I mean, one was I, I knew if I took a break I probably wouldn't go back to doing it that that would probably be the case and I and I feel kind of uh, in a way obligated is maybe the word to use not really but I just I also felt like it was a big part of who I am right now and what I do and I felt like if I didn't continue that and didn't do it that I would it would bug me a lot it would bug me a lot so I, I decided uh, obviously not to stop and I also thought, you know, as we're coming up on five years, I also told you the idea, well, maybe with, with the way things are and guest hosts and it, maybe I should just go to like every two weeks. But uh, I really don't want to do that either. You know, it, it's just fun. It's still fun to do. I always find uh, new things. You know, the, what's great, again, is about science fiction, fantasy, Star Trek, there's always new stuff to talk about, uh, always plenty of new things to cover. Uh, I think there are a lot of podcasts that started and some of the ones that I think have sort of faded away, they didn't have really a clear idea of what they were going to be about or what their subject was going to be. They would just get on each week and talk about this or that and chit-chat and whatever. But And that's okay, and, 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 and maybe it's good to just do that for a year or two and then just stop. That's fine too. But eventually that it's difficult to maintain that kind of a thing. I think you need to have sort of a central subject that you talk about. You can always have the loose show where you just – gab on about stuff i've done that occasionally when i've been on the road talking to my little portable recorder about whatever comes to mind and those are fun to do but i think ultimately you still need to have some central idea that you want to revolve your show around so rico what great words from you and we're so glad i know i am that you do the show every week and you offer something up to us geeky something trekish sci-fi-ish fantasy-ish I know those aren't words, but you know what I mean. And we're so thankful. I am. I know everybody else that listens to the show is as well. 
Well, as as time progressed on and we got into September, um, Rico handed the reins to me for the TNG episode, Conspiracy. Had a great time doing that. Uh, my son did a parody song uh, to the, the, the Owl City um, song called uh, Fireflies. And we, uh, Brett Hammond, who listens to the show, uh, suggested to us at one point that we do Enterprise. And so that's what we did. So that was a lot of fun to... Uh, to, to do enterprise i think everybody enjoyed that one at least if you knew the um if you knew the uh the the song well then you know then it made sense <laughs> it was a lot of fun though i have to admit Soon you 
say what's going on in Starfleet, but I think it's a conspiracy. Hello, Brother Moyer, and hello, Brother Rico. This is Peter from Philadelphia, also known as Brompton Boy on the Trex and Sci-Fi forum boards. Uh, Brother Moyer, I am answering your call to give you some comments on what my favorite things are uh, for the Trex and Sci-Fi community. This is for your upcoming first guest cast of 2011. Uh, I, I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to miss this one. I haven't uh, sent a commentary in in a while. Uh, I've been kind of uh, lax, uh, getting ready for the holidays and some work stuff. So I hope to make that up right now. I really have three comments that I'm going to make. Three things that I really like about. Well, I like a lot of things, but I'm going to make point out three of them in kind of reverse order. Uh, I like them all, but the first but not least, <laughs> I love. Rico's live podcast that he does uh, usually one or two a year when he, he'll do a live video podcast and he'll open up uh, a chat for him so that we can all kind of uh, make commentary while he's uh, he's doing his thing up there, making the magic happen for the various podcasts that he does. Uh, I love all the witty comments and the, the play back and forth and, and having kind of all of the people that I know on the forum on at once uh, having a good time. So those are that's something I really, I really enjoy. And probably the second thing I really like about Treks and Sci-Fi is I love the, the full commentaries that, that Rico does uh, when he'll play out a whole program. And uh, more often than not, especially with some of the older stuff, uh, like I, I didn't really, I haven't watched a lot of the Enterprise episodes and I haven't seen many of the Deep Space Nine episodes as well. Uh, I'll be introduced to an episode that I wasn't familiar with, and I'll, I'll really enjoy listening to the whole thing, and, and I'll either get like a Netflix copy, or I'll somehow get it on iTunes, or Hulu, or wherever, wherever I can find it, if Rico hasn't put it up on his uh, Flash player, and I'll be exposed to some new episode, uh, and I'll actually go and watch it. It'll motivate me to go and watch it. Third thing, the thing that I really love the most about the Trex and Sci-Fi community is the forum itself. I mean, I just... Love the the hive mind that I can tap into for all this geeky goodness out there and sci-fi trends and science trends and uh, you know the the brouhaha over the latest Steve Jobs useless gadget or or very useful gadget. I'm sorry, I, I, I might be walking into a minefield there. Shouldn't do it. I take that back. But uh, I I just love the forum and uh, want to thank Rico for for creating this community for all of us and for bringing us all together. And uh, thank you, Brother Moyer, for everything that you contribute, your huge contribution to the community and to the podcast in general. And uh, I want to wish you all a very happy and prosperous and healthy 2011. So I'm going to wrap it up here. And uh, thank you again. And sign off. And just remember, there is no sanctuary. Thank you so much for your comments, Pete. Um, that was way cool of you to send in some to say hi to everybody. And uh, again, no problem. I love Trek. I love Treks and sci-fi. And it's a lot of fun. And I know Rico enjoys doing this, uh, as you heard him talk about on the uh, example of the five-year podcast there. 
Well, let's see. Uh, Message in a Bottle uh, came later, uh, Voyager, and uh, Rico did a great job on that. And then he focused in on a, a very special series called Legend of the Seeker. And I know a lot of people really enjoyed that show, and he did a whole episode just on that, kind of the origins of it, uh, the characters, and the plot line behind it, and that was excellent. Then, of course, uh, one of our Skype episodes where we got to chat again, uh, there was Joe and Meds and Richard. I was there. Tim was there. Uh, Rico was there. A lot of people joined in and had some great talks about geeky movies, television, stuff like that. It was a lot of fun. And then we went into uh, a really cool episode where we finally got to meet after five years. We got to meet Mrs. Rico. Now, not like she hasn't ever been, like, said a few things, but we never really got an in-depth look at the Ricos, the Rico Meisters, the couple themselves, Mr. and Mrs. Rico. And that, my friends, was just an awesome, awesome podcast. What a bunch of fun. It was so fun to hear Rico interacting with his wife now we know we know who's in charge at rico's house <laughs> i watched it i did what you did though i watched about an hour of it and then i kind of had it on but then i was kind of doing stuff on the internet on the forum and doing a few other emails and yeah so i just kind of left it on but it was it was terrible so yeah i like horses we just saw that there was a commercial for that secretary you do like horses you took horseback riding lessons like i don't probably... know if i mentioned that ever yeah 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 you do like horses yeah. if if we ever could live somewhere that had land you would have a horse yeah I definitely would, would have Even a though horse. i like fast cars too but i i do like horses no yeah. you would have a horse i would have a horse and you would have lots of doggies yes i would have lots of doggies and we, we would go to the pound and just, i'll just take them all yep basically i'll, I'll be like those animal up. those animal hoarder uh people uh, that, we wouldn't go that crazy well no not i i would never take more than i thought i could take care of and handle yeah. but uh, yeah yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's yeah. enough. That's plenty. We don't want to give everything away about me. Yeah, I know. So I won't have anything for the next 300 podcasts. So. Well, you can always find something to talk about. Wait a minute. That didn't quite sound right. <laughs> no. Anyway, they were, they were, I thought, a very cute couple. You guys are cute. <laughs> and we learned a lot about Rico that we didn't know, and we've heard him for almost 300 podcasts. Go figure. What's up with that? Okay, more than 300 podcasts. If you yeah take that, the next podcast that he did was a video podcast in October, and that was uh, hidden gems, little things that uh, we as the listeners um, really loved about sci-fi and fantasy. And he put together the whole video cast, and it was a lot of fun. Thank you for that. Then, of course, I think one of the highlights that a lot of people mentioned over on the forum and just around Treks and sci-fi uh, fandom was the Vulcan podcast mm -hmm. the spock cast when uh, richard pete came back and co-hosted with rico this time not about klingons but this time all about vulcans and i'm telling you this one absolutely rocked and it was the longest treks in sci-fi ever clocking in at two hours and nine minutes and 13 seconds kirk gets to basically save spock in essence, and shows what he'll do and sacrifice in a way not always intentional. Klingons kind of get in the way a little bit, but uh, he ends up uh, getting Spock back, basically. Yeah, and you know, it starts off, you know, Sarah comes to Kirk's home and, and they do a mild meal because Sarah assumes that Spock's culture is in Kirk, 
And then Sarah, in an uncharacteristic move, apologizes because he does a mind mail which forces Kirk to relive everything. And Kirk, there's a little, a little Indian tear thing comes down. And, yeah. and he apologizes for putting Kirk through that. And then they decide, oh, we got to go get him. And right. that starts the whole the Right, whole and then they realize adventure. it's McCoy that, that has the, the Katra. This, uh, and this is one of these interesting Vulcan things. They sort of, you know, sometimes they pull these a little bit out of the hat, you know, where here's a new Vulcan ability that you've never heard or seen or known about before <laughs> that, that as they're, if they're dying, they have this ability to. And they do use this a few times, and pretty interestingly, uh, on Enterprise, and it comes into play. Um, related to the you know past uh, Vulcans of Surak and, and, and Captain Archer, but they have the, the cart this this uh, this ability to this Katra. They're they're.
Hey Rick, this is Kenny from California. I'm also the host of Knights of the Guild podcast. Just wanted to send some comments in about the best of Treks and Sci-Fi. I don't know if I can pick out specific episodes that I love. I love every episode. I love the diversity that, that Rico does with Star Trek episodes, which is obviously the basis of his podcast. But he also ventures out and he does Star Wars because we know he's a fan of Star Wars. He'll do current TV series. He'll do movies. He'll do books, you know, comic books, collectibles. It's not just, it's not defined by, it's more geeky things, you know, rather than just a specific topic. And that's what I love about it. And he's very knowledgeable about all this, all this geeky stuff, which is fantastic. Uh, I know Rico and I are are pretty similar in our tastes of movies and TV series and and just the way we think. And um, that's one thing I find appealing. And another thing about Treks and Sci-Fi is I'm normally not a fan of a one host podcast. I find it very difficult to listen to one person talk because normally it, they just drone on and on and it gets very boring and they don't have anyone to play off. You know, there's not that interaction. So there's it just seems like it can, it can drag. But that is one thing about Trucks and Sci-Fi Podcast is that it never drags. Rico has that personality and I, I think he was a, a DJ in a past life uh, or did radio at one time. Um, so he's able to he's able to, to keep that that momentum going and never get boring, which I find very appealing. And Trucks and Sci-Fi was actually the very first podcast I ever listened to when I downloaded iTunes and found out that podcasts were this new, you know, kind of internet radio thing. I started looking for subjects and of course I typed in Star Trek and Trucks and Sci-Fi came up downloaded it instantly fell in love i mean i probably listened to the i think i actually got with the beta the beta podcast so i was the very first podcast that rico ever uh, uploaded i was i downloaded it within a few days he also built his forums i think i was like the eighth person to sign up for the forums and i'm probably the only person who has been on the forums longer than obviously Rico. I've been there the, the longest and I love it. So he's ba- he's built this really great community, not only with the podcast, but with the forums as well. And everything about Trucks and Sci-Fi is just um, so much fun. I mean, what's great is that he allows listeners to contribute. And not many podcasts will do that. Some of them will have, you know, uh, listener feedback and, and they'll read emails or they'll play an audio clip. But Rico really has the interaction, you know, not only with the forum interaction, but he allows people to send in segments. If you have a cool collectible, do a segment on it. If you're doing something cool and, and geeky, send a segment about it and he'll play it. You know, send in comments about things. He he takes them all and he'll play them all. And actually, actually what got me into podcasting is I contributed to Trucks and Sci-Fi early on. I don't do it as much just because I'm super busy, but I did, back in the past, I would send in comments constantly and give my thoughts on, on episodes or whatever he was talking about. And it, it really, it, it sparked a fire for my love of podcasting, and I have Rico to thank for that. You know, he in, he encouraged me to, to send in comments. He encouraged me when we, we decided to do the, the role-playing game on Chucks and Sci-Fi forums. And I, Jen and I wanted to do a podcast about it, uh, the Ready Room podcast. He was generous and offered his feed to play the podcast. And that j- it kind of just snowballed. And what's, what's great about it is we call, you know, my fellow podcasters that have, have spawned from the Trucks and Sci-Fi podcast, uh, Rico's like our grandfather. He's the grandfather of the podcast because his Trucks and Sci-Fi podcast created so many other podcasts 
uh, Hawkeye Meds has Waffle On. We have Trekkie Geek has Appy Times. We have Jen, who has Anomaly Podcast. We have Rick, who has Take Him With You. We have Al, who has uh, Tells from the Mouse House. We have myself, who has Knights of the Guild. And I'm sure I'm missing some. I apologize if I'm missing anybody. But so many people have have spawned from this one podcast who we were all friends on this forums and all of a sudden Rico has shared his love of podcasting with us and it just kind of caught on and we all decided to do our own podcast. And it's really because of Rico and he created this community, this Treks and Sci-Fi community that we all feel comfortable discussing very geeky topics and we're not judged, we're not put down, we're not made fun of, you know, we're actually encouraged and it's great to see that there's other people out there who love the same stuff that we do, and it's all because of Rico, because of, of what he created, you know, back in the day. It's, I know it's been what five years now, and it's just incredible that one, that one person can create this one thing that spawns off so many other cool items and cool podcasts. And 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 I, I've made friends on the Trucks and Sci-Fi forum that will be lifelong friends. You know, I may never meet any of these people, but that doesn't matter. There's still some of my closest friends are from the Trucks and Sci-Fi forum and it's just, you know, it's it all starts from his podcast. He has, he has the best sci-fi, Star Trek, Star Wars, geeky, loving podcast there is, and I'm so thankful that I found it from like day 2 and um it really became a huge part of my life. And it still is. I mean, the forums are still a huge part of my life. And I, you know, I like it's, uh, I've, you know, I've been busy, so I've been uh, falling behind on, on Chucks and Sci-Fi. And I probably had like 15 podcasts I was behind. And I have a new job with a longer commute, so I started listening to podcasts again. And he was one of my top ones. And I listened to it, and it's like, oh man. I miss this podcast so much. I mean, everything about it is just so exciting and so much fun. And listening to, you know, back podcasts, realizing how much I've missed of this podcast, you don't realize how much you miss it until you listen to it again. And that's what's so special about Trucks and Sci-Fi podcast is that it's one of a kind. There's nothing else like it. There's no other host like Rico. And there's no other community like Trucks and Sci-Fi community. So it's... uh it's fantastic, and uh, thanks, Rick, for doing this Best of Treks and Sci-Fi, and thanks, Rico, for creating this this unbelievable universe of geeky friends that I now have, and uh, it's all because of you. Thanks. Kenny, thank you so much for your comments. You are so awesome. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad that I met you through Treks and Sci-Fi, and I got to be good friends with you. Thank you for contributing those comments and all you do for Treks and Sci-Fi and the forum as well. All right, this has been a good episode, hasn't it? Here's an email that I got. It says, I've enjoyed listening to Treks and Sci-Fi since December 2005. I got my first iPod in November 2005. I've been a fan of Star Trek since 1969. When I need a laugh, I listen to your podcast. It's a great stress buster. Thank you. And that is from Quasir Majid. I hope I said your name right. QSTAR16 on the forums. So uh, thank you so much for that uh, great email. Well, as you can tell, many, many people love Treks and Sci-Fi, the podcast, and love being on the forums. And if you haven't joined the forum yet, but you're a listener, regular listener of the podcast, we re- recommend that you come on over and join the group. Really a lot of fun, a lot of really nice people, and I think you'd really, really enjoy uh, kind of hanging out with us and everything. 
Well, after the big Vulcan episode, which of course was a highlight of the year 2010, uh, then one of the original series was covered, uh, shows called Bread and Circuses. Remember that one? Uh, that was a lot of fun where we got to see um, uh, Spock and, and Kirk and McCoy um, do the whole thing um, uh, with the um, with the, the ancient gladiator theme and everything. And the cool part about this episode is it was co-hosted by Brompton Boy, uh, Peter, who you heard the comment of a couple of uh, comments ago. And it was really, really well done. A lot of fun to uh, hear Rico and Peter talk about this episode. It was great. Then, of course, as Rico has been doing as of late, has been kind of, uh, instead of just doing all Trek, he's been doing some offshoots here and there and covered a great episode on the movie Halloween, John Carpenter's uh, scary, scary movie. And he did a great job. There were a lot of, of listener contributions to that episode and uh, a lot of really a, a lot of fun on that uh, that particular Treks and sci-fi. Then I sat in the host seat for a while while Rico was driving back and forth between uh, Illinois and Michigan, and I uh, got to do the one of my favorite episodes, Peak Performance. Of course, I say they're all my favorite, don't I? Uh, where uh, we got to see um, the Grandmaster at Stratagema play Data and Riker, and we got to see the Hathaway, and a lot of fun on that episode. That was really, really cool. Then one of uh, Rico's favorites, I'm sure, uh, he had a great show, number 305, on collectibles. And, of course, we got to hear from many of the folks out there in Trex and Sci-Fi Land, Kenny and Jeff and uh, Brian and others who are collectible hounds. They're the ones that uh, sent in a bunch of uh, cool comments about the collectibles that they've collected over the years. And, of course, we know Rico is a big collector himself. So that was a great episode and learned a lot, actually, listening to it. Then DS9 was covered, Change of Heart. This was uh, in uh, November. And uh, then another road show. We got to hear another road show, and Rico kind of updated us on what was going on and, and how life was going uh, for him as he was driving to and from Rockford. Then um, episode 308 was Carpenter Street, an Enterprise episode. Of course, we know when uh, we get to see uh, uh, the, oh, what's her name? T'Pol, that's right, T'Pol at the drive-in. Uh, ordering hamburgers. That was that was really a great episode and a lot of fun. We got some great people come in there and, and talk about it. Plus, um, Richard Pete did a report on the Klingon Christmas Carol uh, that he got to go see and he reviewed it on that episode. So that was really quite a nice, fun holiday episode. Then I have to say, um, the Trex in Sci-Fi episode that sucked the most was number three hundred nine. Because it was all about vampires. <laughs> I had you there for a minute, didn't I? You thought for sure I was going to say it was a bad episode. But quite honestly, um, I, I sucked a lot out of this episode. It really, um, I really sunk my teeth into it. And I thought it was quite well done. We got to talk about movies and TV and books about uh, vampires. So um, I thought it was fantastic. And then, of course, uh, just recently, uh, we got this really... Really fun episode all about Chuck. That's right. Tim and Dan, who would be Shepard and King Link Sr. Sr. Sir, King Link Sir. 
I don't know what you call yourself, man. But anyway, they, they took over the podcast for Rico and did a great Chuck cast. It was quite entertaining. We learned a lot about the series, and uh, it was a lot of fun because I know a lot of people on the forum enjoy it. In fact, I was just reading uh, that somebody got in a lot of trouble with their wife because they had never seen it, and now they've got all the episodes, watched every single one of them, and they're in trouble because they're spending so much time watching every single episode. So great job, guys. But anyway, Chuck cast was excellent. And then, of course, last week to um, finalize the year, we got a real treat. Um, Rico sat down with his eldest son, Stefan, and uh, Stephen, Stefan, they called him Stefan. Hey, Stefan, Stephen. And they talked all about Tron and the holidays and geeky stuff. And it was kind of a casual post-Christmas show. So that round out the year. 2010, what an amazing year. I have to say, Rico, you really are an inspiration and a great guy. And I love the fact that um, you are so willing to share your podcast. You know, not a lot of people are secure enough to do that. In fact, most podcasters would never dream of doing what you do. And you just have such a great friendship with so many people from all over the world. And it's just really nice uh, to have not only a multicultural, but... Um, multinational, uh, multi-talented bunch of listeners that contribute to the podcast, and I I, I echo what uh, the folks have said in the email and in the in the comments and stuff. I look forward to it every week because it'll be something a little bit different, but at the same time, it always has that geeky vein in it. It just has something about it that is just tremendous. Rico, you really are inspired, and really appreciate everything you do. Thank you for a wonderful 2010. I hope you enjoyed the highlights that I highlighted and showed everybody. Uh, I hope you enjoyed all the different music that I played. Hope nobody got bored, too bored with it. Uh, but you know what? It's always fun to, to celebrate 2010. Now I'll tell you what. Let's look forward to 2011. I'm telling you, we are going to have the most amazing time at Trex in Sci-Fi. Not only are we going to pick up a whole bunch of more people on the forum because you just I know you'll love it. But I also know that some great shows are planned coming up. Um, in fact, let's take a look at what's coming up in the next few episodes so that you know what to tune in for. Are you ready? Let me look. Let me look. All right, Trex and Sci-Fi fans. Coming up next week, an original series episode, Return to Tomorrow. That will be cool. Then, a kind of a cool new feature that Rico's going to be doing, the year that was 1983. All the cool sci-fi fantasy and cool stuff, genre type of stuff that came out in the year 1983. That's going to be on January 16th. And then, of course, TNG episode, and and such a great episode. So many things that could be talked about on this one. A Fistful of Datas. That's going to be on January 23rd. a lot of fun coming up and then of course i know just take it from me rico uh, has some really great stuff 
ready to go for this next year. 2011 is going to be an awesome year for Trex and Sci-Fi. Thanks for joining me. I'm Rick Moyers. I was sitting in the host seat for Rico as he travels back to Rockford. Thank you, Rico, for everything you do. Happy New Year, everybody. Here's to 2011. Let it be a geeky, exciting, trekful year. God bless. Have a great day. And thanks again for everything. Treks in Sci-Fi. You've been listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. For more information, visit treksinsci-fi.com. Write to Rico today at treksf at gmail.com. That's treksf at gmail.com. Set a course for Earth. Maximum wall. Copyright 2011. All rights reserved. I'm Captain Kirk. Treks in sci-fi. That is before you spray something. Your weekly dose of kinky goodness. And energy news. This mission would have failed without your help. I won't be speaking. To the podcast where no one has podcasted before. Captain Cardassians yet. Not with, we're not done with the Cardassians yet. Not with the strategic importance of that world. Thanks for joining us for Treks in Sci-Fi. Treks in Sci-Fi.